Exciting interview for you. Traverius Cadet, for you same fans in the group. I know y'all know who he is, and you're willing to see what he's got to talk about today. But before I do that, you know what I got to do? I got to bring my man on. What's up, man? I know you out there today. Hey, walking out. Oh, that body. Stop. Hey, I'm sorry. I can't but get. Hey, I'm look. I'm too high, but it's your dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the Julian. Man, are we back with another great interview? Just like my dude, Coach Lee said, we got Travaris Cadet, former NFL running back, definitely for the Saints. Got to get a shout out. Also, he played for the Buffalo Bills. Got to give a shout out to you, kind of our resident uh, Bills fan. So, look, we got to get him on the show right now. And he's all the way from Dade County, man. What's up, partner? What's up, man? Appreciate y'all boys having me. Let's get it. 
Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, thank you for hanging out with us. So, are you out there in the Sunshine State? Where are you hanging out with us at? Uh, I'm in Miami, born and raised, Dade County. Yeah, I mean, 10 toes down. Like that. That's how you represent. You know what I'm saying? Coming to dope, kick it down. But I'm a little salty about these uh, Miami Dolphins, you know, because K Rob, shout out to K Rob. He beat me in uh, Madden with the Dolphins. Man, you know, shout out to the uh, you know, That's my nice. my yeah, yo, to the okay. teachers and the uh, don't riders. So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, we ride donks, man. It's salt water down here, baby. <laughs> you got alligators too. Just like that, you know what I'm saying? Hey, talk about that when I was in Florida, man. I went to a restaurant. It was just, and they said it was an alligator restaurant. And they had an alligator pit over top, like the restaurant was on top of an alligator pit. Craziest thing ever, man. Like uh, we got one. They said we got over 1.6 million gators out here, man. It's a lot of meat. To <laughs> <laughs> some people, they're like, man, that's some boots, like, shoot, sure, bro. Yeah, 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 man. Hey, we got gator tails too, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Definitely, definitely, man. So I know you got a story coming from Dave because me being from New Orleans, I'm going to tell you, like, one of the craziest mm -hmm. things people always ask me, they're like, oh, you from New Orleans? They'd be like, so you know voodoo? And I'd be like, nah, there's no goddamn voodoo. <laughs> and they ask me that so much, bro. So yeah. when they just be like, yeah, I, I know voodoo. You gonna give me some of your help? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you yeah. hear from being in Miami, you know, Dade County. Like, what's some of the crazy things that people always ask you? Man, voodoo is one. <laughs> hey, you know, especially because my biological father, he went in my life, but he was Haitian. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got like deep roots on that side. You feel me? So I feel like whatever's good is evil. You know what I mean? But and also, like, the culture, you know, seafood, different things like that. And then, actually, with First 48, you know what I mean, to asking how you defeated the streets, how you was able to stay, you know, keep that a level head and maintain and keep moving forward. So, Wow, right. So, yeah. I mean, talking about that, that you bring up uh, First 48, because, you know, that's definitely one thing that people always think about Miami, you know, mm -hmm. is uh, poking beans. Is it poking beans and rice? Or was yeah, it we got everything. We got poking beans, brown stuff, Lincoln Field, all that. Okay, so where you so where was where were you from? Because I know you came from uh you know you went to school with the high school at Miami Central. Yeah. So, so I, I'm originally I, I was born and raised in Liberty City. Like okay. we call it Robin Hood, you know what I mean? That's like the nickname for it. And between Robin Hood and Brown Sub, that's that's me. Okay, okay. That's you sound like in New Orleans. I'm like from back of town all the way to front of town, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I got people, me and my people, we hang tight in both of them. So, wow. And you know, it's funny, you know, because, you know, just like in Florida, uh, you know, Snoop Dogg always watched his, uh, you know, he's doing things out there for the youth, you know, for mm -hmm. football. You know, football is a big thing in New Orleans as well, you know. So, you know, what are your thoughts about the safety of football? You know, like, are you worried about your own health? Just on all levels from the, peewee football to the high school college and the pros i mean i ain't really like growing up you know that was my escape you know what i mean from you know my situation or whatnot you know growing up you know watching my mama struggle grandma struggle you know what i mean making the sacrifices they needed to make to keep food on the table so Speaking when i was younger i didn't look at the sport i didn't look at the brutality of the sport because it was fun 
Right. You know, as I started to get older, you know, the hips started to hurt a little bit more. You know, you're getting a little bit of headaches. You're getting a little nicks and bruises. But even in high school, you didn't really think about the hips because you recover so quick because you're young. Uh, I didn't start thinking about the health of it until in college I got pretty much almost knocked out cold in the game. Dang. That's when, you know, I was at App State, was playing Georgia Southern. That's when it kind of like, I don't think you like, even like pain, even like with pain, right? As we grow, pain become more traumatized, right? Right. I think, I think even with like football, like I ain't start thinking about my health, like, you know, until I got, especially when I got to the league, you know what I mean? Because who's like that trying to take your head off? You know what I mean? It's either you going to get hit or you going to get hit her, you know what I mean? Wow. So like, like sometimes I think about the long term effects. I may wake up at wake up out of the bed some days a little stiff, but for the most part, like I always try to keep myself in good condition, like doing yoga, you know, doing meditation, you know, having a you know a good uh massage routine, having a therapist, different things like that. So I think uh it takes for it takes for bad stuff to happen to you, like for you to really, you know, like get you a team and knowing how 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 much your your recovery in your body, you know what I'm saying, can break down when it does break down. Okay. Right. Now speaking of team, before we go on any further, I gotta ask for myself. I'm being a little bit stingy <laughs> right now. Right <laughs> off the bat, what was it like playing for Belichick? Man, see, like going from I think uh Belichick and Coach Payton, they come from the same that same parcel circle, right? Nice plug on the Saints. Right, right. So I think Coach Payton is the offensive specialist, right? But Belichick is a – he's a team builder, right? So I think he know how – Coach Payton know how to get the best out of his players, right? I think right. Belichick, like from day one, like in our team meeting, like he covered stuff that a lot of coaches don't really cover in terms of just – like situation, like situation. I mean, it was, it was big. on situation with football was big in New Orleans too. You know what I mean? Like I spent way more time with Coach Payton than I did with Belichick. But I think Belichick is kind of like that father figure that you know, like when, like you you have a strong father figure in your life, which a lot of us don't growing up. Facts. You know that father that's always telling you about small things that we take for granted as young, and he constantly reminding you, reminding you. Because Belichick, the first coach that told that, that said that if you're working hard, if you're working so hard in, in one field and it's not transferring over to the field, then something's wrong. You need, to, you need to make some type of adjustment. And I think that, like, like he talked about stuff in your personal life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes in football, like, they think you just gladiators, we ain't got feelings. You know what I'm saying? You go, you go home, same problems that other people go on. So you have girlfriends, you have. You know, family dysfunctions. We have, you know, emotional roller coasters, and you know, we got to put it to the side on Sundays and just say, man, you know what? Let's focus on this game. Wow. But I think that um, with Belichick, he know how to maximize. Like we had a little light tape after every practice in, in New England. I never seen that before in my life. Not in college. Not in college. Like your best foot is all. But every day you expect your best, and then when he call you out in front of the whole team. He, my team called Tom Brady out. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no holes barred, huh? Yeah. Wow. Straight business. 
So, how, well, how was that whole uh, – hey, shout out to you, Robert. Uh, you know, he's a Packers fan, always on the go gung <laughs> transportation. But, uh, you know, how is it, you know, with that Belichick mindset, you know, like, uh, you know, the team first, you know, like how was that adjusting coming from, you know, the New Orleans Saints? But we celebrate, you know, we lose, we second line, we win, we second line, you know. Yeah. So we celebrate you, we celebrate the victory, celebrate the moment. But, mm-hmm. in you know, New England was just like, yeah, okay, do your job. Y'all expect it. Yeah, yeah, that. I mean, that's 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 what he implemented from day one, man. And and, and not, that, not no disrespect that the players in New Orleans. This is a something small, but the players in New Orleans got way more distractions than the players in New England, like Foxborough. Like it's not a lot. Of, it's not a lot to do, you know. As a whole, like different guys have their own regiments that work, and some guys are more distracted than others. But in New England, it's like a cultural thing, like from day one, like from I'm talking about from the weight room, like your conditioning, your speed, like just the, the resistance that you do when you're training. You know what I'm saying? They had a, when I was there, they had a great strength coach in Harold Nash. I mean, we had a great strength coach in, um, in New Orleans and Dalrymple, but I think and also having a, a great leader. You know what I'm saying? And Tom Brady out there. We had a great leader in Drew Brees, too. But obviously, it's two different coaches. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, even, like, I remember uh, when I came in, they just had won a Super Bowl that prior year. Because I got there in 15. I think, I think they won it in 14. We're actually 15. Right. Officially. And, like, it was guys in there, like, Belichick was like, man, the Super Bowl is over with. It's old. Like, throw the ring in your drawer. Let's get the next one. And it was something like that? Dang, man. We just... You know, he to, you know what I mean? Basically, sacrifice everything to get this ring. That's how he is. It's like next day, you want a date, not as win tomorrow. <laughs> That's wow. how <laughs> Talk about the ultimate competitor, like man. Yeah. Ultimate. So I like that. So you know, you got a very you know eclectic background in NFL career. You've also played like across the uh you know across the state lines in Buffalo. Yeah. So you know, definitely like you know, Buffalo, like their fans. It's crazy to me. They do what is it? This table thing where they just slam people on the table and pull mustard on you? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? What? What did you do when you see that, bro? Like, yeah. like <laughs> I didn't realize. To be honest, I ain't. I ain't realize. Like, I didn't realize Orchard Park is like. It's not a. It's like a suburb, right? Mm-hmm. Like, their whole motive is the bills. Like the fans. Like I had no clue. Like when I went to Buffalo, what I was getting myself into. Any, any, anyway, like when I found out I was going to Buffalo, I'm thinking Buffalo like New York, New York. Right, 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 right. That's what I was thinking. But when I went there, it's a, the city is basically built off of the bills. They breathe, they they bleed and breathe. You know what I'm saying? That blue and white. You know what I'm saying? That blue, white, and blue. Like, it, like it's crazy. Like I'm talking about from from snap one to the last snap. After that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then you're dealing with the snow. We had like a crazy snow game against right. the Colts. It was the craziest game I ever been a part of. I ain't never seen nothing like it in my life. Against the Colts? Y'all were at home? Yeah, we was at home. It was like a snow blizzard. I think Shady rushed for like 130 or something like that. It was like <laughs> the worst game. The worst weather game, I think, in NFL history, from my understanding. But they wow. were so how do y'all stay warm? Because, you know, like, you know, because I'm a uh, – I'm a bandhead, you know, so, you know, I just sat in the stands and, you know, when, you know, played to hype the game up. So, yeah. but I've heard like, you know, some places have like heated fields and, you know, they got different things to keep that, you know, keep the players warm. 
how did they keep you warm in in that you know rough temperature, that rough climate? I mean, they give you warm hands. They they try to keep the bench warm, like with the heaters. But I ain't gonna lie, it don't even work. It's like a mental thing, man. Like more than anything, it's like a mental thing. Like I put on warm skin. What I used to do is I used to put on warm skin the night before. And like, you know, it kind of like, I mean, it helped a little bit, but you still at the end of the day, you still had to be mentally strong and stable to be able to deal with that. I mean, cause I ain't gonna lie, Buffalo was a whole, it was a, it was a whole, like coming from the dome, like being inside, you know, 12 out of 16 games. Like you want, I wonder why when I was little, they always picked the dome teams to lose on the road. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, when I was out there, I was like, yeah, like we had one practice. It felt like it was like negative 15. Ball hurt, hits hurt, everything. So Man. definitely it was, a, it was some adjustment. It's wild because I was at Grambling and I had met this uh, chick she was from Buffalo and uh, shout out to her. I mean she had the fires timbo the fire jacket and she used to call it rough buff stumping in my timbo you know what I'm saying so just give it an idea of how cold it is out there so you no know, we fast forward till now so what do you think about the Bills now like with Josh Allen and uh, you know the current state of the Bills now do you think they have a chance to uh, in the league, like, what do you think for the playoffs? Yeah, I think McDermott has did a great job of like changing that environment, like that winning culture. I think he's definitely brought some swag, and then also like with Josh Allen, he's very talented, big arm, got confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the type of guy that you, I can tell you, he gonna be in Buffalo for a long time, for a long time, and then they did a good job of stripping the team, like bringing younger guys in and veterans that who they can count on. Shout out to my homie Taiwan Jones. He went back in the fold this year. Nice. And they got some young talent, man. They picked up Stephon Diggs. Uh, well, we got hey, and they got a pretty good defense. Jerry Hughes still, uh, you know what I mean. Tre'Davious White. They got. I mean, high. <laughs> I mean, mean whoever, whoever, I mean, whoever you can name. You know what I mean. They still got a pretty much a good team. I think they they're definitely in the postseason. I think this year. Mm, cool, cool. So, you know, what was some of like what was a sports icon that actually had the most influence on you in your career? Like, you know, leading from the high school, well, you know, from different eras, from you know, college leading into the pros, and once you got into the pros. Man, to be honest, like when I was young, I was a Michael Vick fanatic. Like I played quarterback. I I was left-handed, World of Seven, like, like he was. You know, next to Michael Jordan, next to watching Michael Jordan come fly with me, I was Michael Vick everything, especially when YouTube became a thing. Shout out to Jonathan. He gave me access. I mean, I, especially YouTube gave you access to all the highlights, all the motivational videos, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, that was kind of like my driving force. My two cousins, you know what I'm saying? I had two cousins who, you know, played sports. And my goal was always to be better than them. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> When it came down to it at home, you know what I mean? Then my uh, my other cousin, DeLeon, he went to Boston College. You know what I'm saying? He almost made it to the league. But we battled, man. And But as far as, like, icon, like, yeah, Michael Vick was like that. It was it was even crazy. I went to New Orleans. We was playing the Falcons twice a year. Mm-hmm. But we got the best of him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Elkins, yes, sir. And, you know, he's a uh, – Dallas Cowboy fans, so you know he's feeling that. Uh, oh, man. 
You always got to throw it in. What they got to do this conversation, man? But for real, hey, he come ready. He come ready. <laughs> <laughs> he come ready. <laughs> so, hey, you know, man, back in the days, man, the Cowboys <laughs> over two, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Hey, my oldest daughter, she's 26 now. And she's like, man, had the Cowboys ever been good? I said, well, he was in diapers. <laughs> Man, yo, hey, 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 one thing about it, man, they Jerry Jones, man, I mean, they they trying to do what they can over there. They got yeah. Dak, they got Dak, so I mean, you got a quarterback shot, but like, yeah, mm, good point, right, right. Hey, but on another level, so you've been playing football all your life. Obviously, you went to the pros, so you got to love and compassion for it, but. On any level, who is your hardest competition to prep for as far as a player? Like, you know what? Going through the game plan, I got to watch out for this dude. He can affect my game um, I got to say probably for my – like, I got to say in my career, it was Devin Hester. Mm. I got to say it was Devin Hester because, I mean, like, Mac Man, like, who was our special teams coordinator, it was kind of like when we went again. And we had our best games against him because we did a, we did a great job at prepping. But I think in, – and there's so many guys I could name on, like, on defense, Tyron Matthews, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, Luke Keekley, like, I mean, you know, guys, Thomas, they, a lot of guys that, especially the guys we played, you know what I mean, twice a twice a year, you know what I'm saying, that you can think about. But I think Hester, like, just far as us, like, you know, keeping the ball on our inside shoulder, knowing leverage, you know, getting off blocks. Because, you know, me, I'm the type of guy, I play offense and special teams. So, and then – um yeah, man, I think he bought the best, you know what I'm saying, the best out of all of us in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? And he wasn't even a divisional opponent. But I don't wow. know he the game with field position, because that's what it's about, field position. Like, if you got, even if you're looking at a team that's struggling offensively, they can give you cut the field in half, you know what I'm saying? I think you got a better, you know what I'm saying, better shot. And then also, I think, uh, like, defensively, like, probably like a guy like uh, – like Julio Jones facing him twice a year, you know what I mean. But I say even like like Tyron Matthews because he's versatile. He can play in space. He can play safety. He's aggressive. He's smart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> guys here in New Orleans, and I, and I gotta say like Luke Keekley, like he another guy. Good dog. <laughs> he was smart. You know what I'm saying? He was smart. Like he was, he was very smart. Was. Not not just some physical specimen. But I think as far as like him knowing what's coming, you know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. His anticipation was out of this world, man. Yeah, yeah. His his football IQ was like, you know what I mean? It's like some out of the roof. So Wow. Uh, so, you know, like unlike other people, you know, you've had the ability to have a lasting NFL career, not just with one team, but, you know, through multiple different, you know, multiple teams. So, you know, what is some mm-hmm. advice that you would give to some aspiring, you know, high school to college, college to, you know, NFL players? And one thing I would say is, is try not to think about the future too much so you can maximize the now. I think that, 
like Kobe Bryant, right? Like when I broke my leg in Buffalo, right? Like I found Kobe, right? Now, now I never personally met Kobe, but I found Kobe through YouTube, through the networking we have in America, right? And like, even in my career, my young career, like I maximized each day, but not as much as I could have because I was thinking about the future. So to all the young cats, wow. like, kind of like, like Kobe said, if you look up the Mount Everest, you're gonna be like, oh man, how the hell I'm gonna get up, get up this mountain? But if you break everything down in segments, like take one step at a one step at a time, break everything down in segments, like your strengths, your weaknesses, your crowd, like in like analyzing everything within that day. Like you'll be ready when the future comes. You know what I mean? So like even like a, a kid who like cause even when I talk to kids, like when they raise their hand, everybody want to be a football player. Mm-hmm. Well, statistically, we know that everybody can't be. It's a blessing to make the league. It's a 0.5% chance of you making it. So you got you to gotta do something that next man ain't willing to do. And, and, and sometimes it might require you losing sleep. Sometimes it may require you to be on a field where nobody is there. But you ain't got no motivation. You are your own motivation. You know what I'm saying? Putting in that extra work. You know what I'm saying? Also, like, I would say, like, even, like, for me, like, when I think about, like, these, like, go to some motivational speakings. Get your mind right. You know what I'm saying? Go to some motivational speakings. Get your mind right. I think your, the mind is a powerful thing. Like, you train your mind, your body will follow. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say. Because, you know, in, in the city, it's so much talent. Mm-hmm. You go to New Orleans, Miami, uh, Georgia, Texas, California. Like, it's talent everywhere. What separates you is your mind. Wow, yeah. that's deep, man. Can I press the rewind? So Boy, can I press the so rewind? Far. Rewind, play. Wait, what did you <laughs> say, sir? Say that again, man. That was deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice. So what we saying? So you mentioned. So I was saying, though, I'm listening to you know his response, and he's talking about you know the 0.5 percent chance, um, the overall competitiveness. Before you can even get to that, though, you got to be recruited. So right. you came out of the inner cities of Miami. What was your recruitment process like that? I know they had to been crazy. Yes, coming from Miami Central, because if it's anything like Central High and lean on me, man, I'm telling you, I was singing the song. And I was scared myself. I went to John McDonough. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely got to tell about, you know, quickly about that. Man, it was crazy, man. Like, in life, man, you pray for stuff, man. Like, get on your knees and you pray, man. And, like, like it's it, like, God can do whatever you want to do at any given time. So always keep faith. Wow. And you tell us all the time, walk by faith, not by sight, not what you see. Just keep swimming, even if you can't see the short. So, man, like, coming in the central, man, it was like a, the bar was set high. I can remember my homie Sabbath, Joseph, Jamal, Sheffield, like all these cats that was there before me. And I, I remember the bar. I remember walking in that weight room and seeing how organized it was. You know, Keon Smith. Daryl Heidelberg and like just having cats going one Avion Road, all these cats that's, that came in with that mindset, and it made me elevate. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said that's why I always, I'm, I'm I'm big on competition because it's only gonna bring the best out of you. Like a lot of young cats, they want to go to these schools, but they are gonna play right now because the competition ain't there. Well, you ain't you it ain't gonna bring out the best in you. I feel like when I went to Central, that mentality and day, because in, in, in Miami, I feel like growing up, that football was like one of the focal points, like was the main focal point. It was everything, blood, sweat, mm-hmm. like everything went to that. And 
Like, you know, I looked up and I had my opportunity to play. Played baby my first two years um, quarterback on varsity. Wow. You know, um, coming out was ranked nationally. Um, I, I think uh, there's three quarterbacks that's playing right now. One, I, well, two that I know of that was ranked in my class, dual threat quarterbacks. I know Cam Newton was on there, Tyrod Taylor, myself. Like, wow. That's an impressive list to be a part of. Yes, it is. Yeah, so, like, I'm glad them boys, you know me, stuck at QB, man. That's <laughs> definitely inspiring. But I was more of a – they see me more as, a, as an athlete. I mean, me, I love football. I just want to play ball. So, But, like, man, coming out, man, I just had so many people in my head. You know what I'm saying? Because it went from wanting a scholarship, right, until God blessed me with – all these scholarships, all these people coming to my house, you know, offering me scholarships. My mama crying, you know what I'm saying? Dreams is dreams of yeah. reality. So, like, and like, I told my hamstring, it's crazy how pain elevates you. Like, when I told my hamstring, if I didn't tell my hamstring my 11th grade year in high school, I would have never developed that work ethic that would have put me over the top. Wow. See, that's the key right there, work ethic. Because uh, if you want to see a champion, there's a, he had a champion, ch- a champion work ethic. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Right. Yeah, like, like it, 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 it took me like, cause it took for me to come back and see that guys were were faster than me, like that I used to be faster than. Mm. It was pushing me. It's kind of like, it's like God taking you to that rock that He can only take you to. Like nobody mm. else can take you there but Him. Right, he, right. Physically see Him. But your situation, the situations, the uncertainty he's putting you in, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's causing your mind to stretch and think like never before. The presence is right. It's the, it's the presence. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I'm with you. Wow. wow. So I, had, I had so many schools, man, just didn't know what. And I was going to college for the wrong things, man. I was going to college in the beginning, leaving Miami. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was worried about what somebody was giving me versus, you know what I mean, going into the right situation that was for me you know what i'm wow. saying but when i got when i got to college that's when i i started to see how fast stuff was moving and it just made it it's made, it made me want more you know what i'm saying i went to toledo and then um you know i went to junior college in you know, mississippi god put me in a spot where i'm in popularville mississippi ain't nothing there but <laughs> one thing you could think about is getting better that's it wait 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 what come again say who huh what was that Pablo, wait, what was that? I can't wait to say name of the place. What was that? Pablo, Pablo, Pablo Mississippi. I thought you said Pablo. <laughs> and then I see a Rio CBD. Shout out to you, brother. Thanks for hanging out there. But okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so man. so finish telling us about you was out there in uh Whoville, Mississippi. Yeah, Poplarville, Mississippi. <laughs> man, that was a place of growth, right? I was out there with I don't know if y'all ever heard him with Tim Hatton. Um, he was the head coach there. My homie Demetrius Bird, who you know, what I'm saying he went to LSU. How about to say, I um, like I ended up going there. He called me out of high school, but coming out of high school, I was big headed. I listened to him on the phone, but you never know. You never burn bridges because you never know when you're gonna need them. Yeah. Back in Mississippi, and I think that was a grooming stage. Like I think, like I think God was grooming me, man. Like I think I was. I had built so much mental stamina and capacity there and like it was nothing to do. So like on the weekends, like all of people, all the local people used to go home. So it was only out of state is on campus. Right. 
and I just trained. Like I can remember getting up, like just training on the weekends, training like two or three times a day. And then my coach, he benched me up. So it, it was like, yes, like Tim hadn't benched me. Like, and it, it kind of, <laughs> I'm talking about, you talking about. That's disrespectful right there. It took, it took, I'm talking about, it took everything up out of me. Like, like the, like the confidence, it, 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 it was a big bag in my, I'm like, man, I ain't starting at a junior college. Like, what's going on? Right, right. You don't know me. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? He was trying to keep me because I was young, trying to keep me to, uh, you know, stay for another extra year. So I, right then and now, right. I was switching positions between quarterback, receiver, kind of trying to find my wave or whatnot. Wow. I just continued to work, bro. Got a blessing, got a scholarship to App State, man. That was all she wrote. Like that. Boom, your dad block all the way up to the league. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what's your um your rap? What's your favorite rap artist? You know, before the show, we were talking about, you know, shout out to uh, Hot Boy, shout out to my dude Spitter, dude, yeah. you know, free BG. But who's your uh, you know, who's who's your favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like man, he got he got he got me through so much stuff, but Lewayne has been in the modern day. Lewayne has been. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. The block is hot. The block is hot. Like yeah. hundred. Like yeah. 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 Squad okay. up. Squad up. And you know. Hey, shout out you. That's true. New Orleans stuff right there. You know about the squad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, about That's my squad, dude too. Man. Yeah. BG, I'm saying BG, Juvie, all of them. Like, man, it was crazy. I met Juvie in um Masquerade for the first time. Like, bro, I'm like, dog, that baby lit. I'm like, yo, like y'all boys inspired a boy, but that boy Wayne Turk too. I messed with Turk, Turk straight BG. You know what I'm saying? Chopper City in the ghetto, like, yeah. Yes, like, sir. I, I seen that on the IG. When I seen it, I said, oh, yeah, I rocks with the homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like it with his, I like what he's feeding his spirit. I like yeah, it, too. Yeah, yeah. It, man, I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, God don't make mistakes. He brought me right to the city and state that inspired. You know what I mean? So. Facts, facts. Man, before we get up out of here, man, you're doing great things. Like, you know, you're giving back to the kids. You're coaching these, you know, coaching the kids everywhere, not just in Miami, Dade County. You're doing it in Buffalo. You're doing, you're signing shirts in New Orleans, man. You're just doing so much things. Shout out to you on that. So, but what do you want your NFL career, your post-NFL career to be? Man, what's crazy is um, I got an opportunity with the movies, right? Yeah, Dropping I'm thinking, nuggets. Yeah, I'm thinking about that wave, man. Um, actually, um, in New in New Orleans, um, I ran across a guy, John. You know, what I'm saying he like my movie manager, man. He he part of the Marcelo family out there, and uh, you know he 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 digging up some stuff. You know, what I'm saying post NFL career. Also, probably like trading. You know, I dig in the uh, stock market a little bit. I met I messed with options. You know, what I'm saying. Okay. And, Okay. I mean, just a different wave, and 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 probably getting a gym. You know what I'm saying? Is you, you know, with the knowledge, knowledge is to be gained and passed along, and also nice. doing work in our communities, man. Trying to get this nice. thing right. You know, yeah. right. Right now, we got a lot. I ain't even got to say it. we got a lot going on right now between races, races like peace between all races, bro. Like and nice. us working together, so. I got this dude named K-Ron out in California. Um, I did a, uh, I collabed with him. He got this uh foundation called Live Above the Hype. We focus on childhood trauma. Wow, and, uh, that's important. Think, 
Yeah, I think I think like more so than anything, we trying to fix. We trying to fix something too late in the game. I think like like being racist or looking at somebody's skin in a different way. I think that is it starts from when you're young. You know what I'm saying? Like you're trying to fix something that's 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 you know twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Away from from where it started from. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, I know y'all got sons. You know what I'm saying? I had kids in here in the future. And I'm actually I'm actually this. Show you how you know to your point. What's your favorite color? Black. That's where it starts. Yep. Okay. It can be red, purple. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying from Everything adolescence, from kindergarten. Yep. You know why I got to have a favorite color? Why you know it could be yellow, purple, blue, black, or whatever. Why do we have to have a favorite color? So to your point, yeah, well, you know, we're starting way off mark on it because, you know, we're fighting backwards. But definitely, I definitely agree. You got some great points on that. Yeah, I think I think everybody who got some type of influence, man, I think we all need to get with some influences. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, it ain't going to take just one of us, but every city, every state, there's some type of influence there. We get with them, and we can see we can we can take this thing, we can break this thing down in segments and see where we need to start out, man, and get everybody on the same page. Definitely. Wow, wow, man, I'm I don't want to get up out of here, man. But you know, the lights got to go. We got to pay the uh, people. They about they trying to cut me off, man. Right? I try to cut the lights <laughs> off, man. But, man, but before we let you go, anything you you know, anything like any shout outs you want to give, man? Like any shout outs, uh, any businesses, you know, anything you know? Let us know. Uh, shout out to the. To your fans, to our fans, sports talking friends. Man, shout out to all my fans out there. Shout out to my family, man, sticking by my side through the through the wiggly end, you know what I mean, and the sunshine, man. Appreciate Shout out to my dog, K-Rob, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to K-Rob. Big ups, big ups. Yep, yep, my mama made 60 this month, you know what I mean? Shout out to her. Blessings. Wait, she team Virgo? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yep. I was, I, I mine was on the seven. So birthday. tell my, yeah. saying, that's how we're yeah, doing yeah. the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the blocking, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my cousins, man. Barry, Jamal, what's happening? Uncle Jerome, Grandma, what's happening? And all, nice. and all to my, and all to my fans in the end, though. Just like that, man. Hey, we like got that. we like got to give you a shout out. We got, we got to give a shout out to Connor. He's our uh, minor league champ. He's the resident bull. I mean, Bills fan. So he asked me to give you a shout out. He wanted an autograph uh, jersey, but I said, "Hey, I can get. I can't give you that, but I can give you the uh, half off on the shout out." <laughs> so can we get uh, Connor? He's a uh, Bills fan. O'Connor. Yeah. Hey, shout out O'Connor. What's his last name? Connor David. It's Connor David. Hey man, Connor David, man, shout out, man. What's happening? Already, big ups. Just like that. Yeah, he was a fan. He was like, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he like that. Because he was like, yeah, he was a big Bills fan, man. But hey, we got to wrap things up, man. Definitely, I appreciate you for hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We definitely follow you, like the things that you're doing. But uh, till next time, this is doing Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. Wow. Allah.